What is up, my Fight Club, League, fighters, familia, friends, colleagues, etc. You're joining the Pump Fake Podcast. It's been a minute since I put one up, and for those reasons, I apologize. I apologize about those. That's reality later in this pod. We are joined by the one and only Evan S., He hops on the pod, and we go off the cuff. And as soon as we start, he tells me he's got a bone to pick with me. So it's pretty hilarious from start to finish. You're going to love it. We talk about a slew of things. We we had a recap about the regular season. We talked about public corporate outings. We talked about a secret trifecta that you're going to need to listen to the podcast to fully understand, but a trifecta of anomalies that are just absolutely ridiculous that happened this year. We put our playoff bids in. We put our toilet bowl bids in. We talked about the progression of the punishment this year and how we need to grow from this season into next season with what is already a fantastic crew of Fight Club League fighters, but the forum next year is going to be lit. Really excited for that as we lay some groundwork down for the future. We honestly just reflected on the league. We had a, a, a momentous, a memory-filled moment with the past, going through big data, Thanksgiving dinner tables, and where people are at today, and what we really look forward to in this league and what we loved about it. So we're also looking forward to watching games together, talking about the offseason. So all these things are thrown into this pod. I know you're really going to enjoy it. It's a lengthy one. Obviously, we don't seem to do pods that aren't lengthy. So here's another one for you, a solid 100 and, or one hour and 50 minute long pod. So it's whatever. We talk about a lot of different things. Evan S. has a thought towards the end of the podcast that he loses, but then he does recover it at the last minute for what is an exciting memory or train of thought that we chase down towards the end of the pod. So stay tuned until the very, very end. Love you guys. Enjoy the podcast. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Test, 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 test. Welcome to the Pump Fake Podcast. I want to get a little sound bit from Evan S to make sure that he is uh, he's good on the on the old soundboard here. How you feeling, Evan? Am I on? Are you, yeah, you're on. You're on, buddy. You're you're on the pod. All right. Um, I've got a little bone to pick with you. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, hold on. Let's uh, now let me check that sound. Hold on, real quick. <laughs> Oh man, hold on. I'm actually gonna. I gotta pause it. All right, we are back on the pod with Evan S. We left off with the sound bit of Evan S. has got a bone to pick with me, and we haven't even we haven't even got into anything. He's already got a bone to pick with me. What do we got here, Evan? I've actually got two bones now because I just waited for like five minutes. I mean, it was literally less than that, but okay, it was. It was a... Go ahead. Um, all right, here's my bone. Okay, you've got a valuable lesson to learn about podcasting. Oh and lord. I'll, exp- I'll explain it with a little story here, okay? Everybody buckle up. Um, me, Eric J., and Connor F., we went to go see um, the Titus and Tate podcast live. In yeah. Little, probably a year ago. And we got some behind-the-scenes um, behind the scenes look when we were talking to Tate after the, uh, after the show. And he said that... Um, one of the secrets to the Bill S. podcast yeah. is they never talk about anything before the podcast. Everything is saved for the pod. 
And the reason for that is it keeps it fresh and it keeps the conversation. It keeps the emotions behind the conversation um, Genuine. high and you're just reacting to each other's thoughts instead of having a pre-planned conversation. Now, what I hate, what I really hate when I listen to podcasts is when people have talked about something already and then they're just regurgitating their conversation on the podcast. Wow, okay. I want the fresh flames that are coming with a disagreement or the fresh flames that are coming with a hot topic that's brought up and sure. people just naturally bouncing off each other. Sure. So okay. when, you're, when you were going over the, pre, the pre-podcast meeting notes, I was just jamming my ears the whole time. I didn't listen to a single word that you said. <laughs> um, okay. I just like to have some vision, okay, and some guidance. Screw me for being a planner. I'm sorry. I'm flying by the seat of my pants here. It makes for better better entertainment and more and more fire. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, I love that. I love – you're right. So I've got a thing to learn, obviously. Bill Simmons is the master of the pod, and maybe I should try to keep that – Maybe try that's, to keep that's that behind the scenes look. I mean, that's got to be one of the main reasons that he's been successful. It's true, and I mean, I think that he naturally comes off the handle well. Whereas if you get somebody who's not good off the cuff, then it could be a really devastating thing. But regardless, I can improve on this podcast. That goes without saying. I, I understand that. I understand that. So thank you for. No, you do. You do, you do a great job. It's something that. <laughs> You know, it may take a podcaster 20 years to learn that, but we just so happen to get a behind-the-scenes glimpse. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. That's really good. That's really good. So for all of you guys joining us out there, Evan S. has got uh, two bones to pick with me. I I took a while to do a recap. He completely ignored everything that I said, and and now we're going to learn how to go by the – by the seat of our pants through this podcast as we we give you some real good steam, some hot, steamy podcast content. That's what we're excited about. As we recap the whole entire season, I will say there's some miscellaneous content I like to talk about. I just got done with a corporate outing Christmas dinner party. Evan, have you ever been to a corporate outing before? Um, I think I've been to one corporate Christmas party, and I think that may be the only outing also. Yeah, you want to tell me how it went? Yeah, it was... (laughs) So, um, it was when I was at Lockheed Martin, there was about... Our our team is about, like, I don't know, 10 people, maybe 10 to 15. I can't remember exactly how many, but... um, So, we had uh, this Christmas party at at our boss's house. Yeah. And, um, you know, a few people couldn't make it, but... For the most part, there was a good amount of people coming, and uh, the day of, even after work, several people cancel, so it ends up being me, Julia, Connor, oh and our gosh. two bosses, oh. and, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, uh, it was weird. It was weird. It was, it was weird. It was weird. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but... That's the only one that I've been to. I will say I think it's a good idea to go, even though it may not be um, the most pleasant of experiences. Because as John Curran said, absolutely, you know, it's not your job to go to extra outings, but it is your career. Nice, well done, well said. Love when we can get references of John Curran here. John Curran is a great teacher at the uh, the College of Gatton, uh, the Gatton College of UK, and we appreciate his his uh, his knowledge and his his teaching far above almost everyone else's except for mc hammer cup uh mc chung 
Chung Hammercup. Yeah. He was one of my favorite teachers. So outside of him, the UK UK <laughs> teachers were fantastic, and John Kern was 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 every bit of fantastic along with MC Ham Hammercup Chung. So. That's some miscellaneous stuff. I will say it was great. We were at Keen Run. It was very professional. We had a very good out, like very good turnout as far as employees and a couple people. We won somebody won an Echo. Someone won a fifty-five inch television QLED. It's not OLED, but you know, 50, a free fifty-five inch TV is pretty good. And there was some other gift, but I couldn't hear him because one of those things. I mean, when you're going through the details of these things, you have to. I think it's important to think about the vocals. And we've got an older gentleman, CEO of the whole entire bank, Mr. John Malden, a fantastic CEO by every every stretch of the word, but he didn't have a mic. And when you're speaking to over, I mean, it would have been well over 50, maybe even 100 plus people, it, you got to have a mic. And so he didn't have a mic, so it was really hard to hear. But we got bonus checks. We give away some gifts. He said some nice things about some people. He actually mentioned this podcast about me because he said a fun thing about everyone who he brought up. And he said, Benjamin Pompelli, and I stood up, and he said uh, he said he really enjoys fantasy football. And I was like, yeah, I guess you could say that. I, I definitely do. And then he's like, he's got a podcast. And I was like, wow, crap. Yeah, I've got one tonight. I got to do that tonight. <laughs> he was like, okay. So it was, uh, it was funny. He mentioned the Fight Club League without without really knowing about us. So it's it's funny that we're a secret, but it's also funny that my CEO knows yeah. about it. So that's hilarious. Yeah, it actually reminded me of um, another. Uh, I guess it's technically a Christmas party that I went to for work, but it was during work hours, so I don't really consider it like. Right. I don't know. But it was like at a nice golf course in a big banquet hall. And uh, it was when I was working at um, Dean Dorton College. Yeah. And everyone on my uh, my uh, professional team was like the uh, administration team. So it was all middle-aged, like fat women. <laughs> and, and then like one gay guy. <laughs> um, Just going straight at it. That's the heat that we're talking about, baby. So, so basically, uh, I didn't I didn't really have much to relate to anybody who I worked with all the time, and so I just kind of like kept to myself. And um, but the uh, at the at the big event, um, there was two guys, and they were actually pretty funny. But they did like almost a roast of like everybody there, which there was yeah. a lot of people there. And so um, when I stood up. <laughs> They, they had you fill out some questions, and uh, one of the questions they asked was, "If there was one place in the world, where could you visit?" And so, if you so if you know me, what would you think my answer to that question would be? Uh, not here. All right, I put I put Denver. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> and this this was back in like 2016, a few years ago. So it was like Colorado was you know one of the only states. That yeah, marijuana. Marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> They just put that question up there. Or I guess they put my answers up on the screen, on the projector, and then like they they switch to a slide and they're like, uh, and it's got like drugs in Colorado. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I wonder why he wants to go visit Denver. And uh, I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, that's great. That sounds like a great corporate outing. Because, yeah, I kind of I get that I get that question a lot. People always think I'm tired or on drugs. Because of my face, but because because of your face, 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't think it's too far off. I, I don't, I don't question whether you're on drugs because I know you personally, but I do think how, I, I can see how the stranger might think that you're on a, uh, a medication of sorts, just because I think you have a very chill personality. Yeah. Which I guess marijuana might be one of those medicinal advantages is yeah. a chill personality. So, um, I'm glad you don't do drugs, but uh, I do find it funny that people think that you do drugs. Yeah. Yeah. So, good stuff there. Thanks for uh, thanks for entertaining the miscellaneous content there, Evan S. Uh, thanks for the stories as well. I'm sure the the, con- the podcast listeners will really enjoy that. I did want to take a moment as we transition <laughs> into uh, just a little spot where I want to openly apologize for. Uh, for, I don't know, lack of content these last couple of weeks. Just want to discuss it, get it out there in the open, address the elephant in the room. And it is that, yeah, I've skipped the last couple of weeks because I've been busy. I mean, what's the big whoop? All right, I got a life. Uh, I got a job. I got a wife. I got a dog. I got all these things, and I get in the way. And I got get all this stuff done, and we're about to go on vacation literally tomorrow. So I was getting a lot of things ready this week, last week. It just kind of piled up. So there's no excuses, and I think the quote that I said best was what I said just a couple uh, uh, of messages ago in the group me was that I'm not prioritizing fantasy football the way that I should be. And I think that's a lesson we all can learn. But this is what happens when you don't prioritize something as important as this league in its proper and its proper place is that things fall through the cracks and we get a lack of overall content. And so for that, I apologize. I apologize to the overseas listeners who I'm sure are devastated with not having this podcast the last two, three weeks. But I will say, I think this podcast has gone above and beyond my my highest expectations because I did it freaking 10 weeks in a row. 10 effing weeks in a row. Okay, so any haters out there, Bring the shade, bring your comments because I can handle the fallout of this. Ten weeks in a row is almost as impressive as Isaac's ten wing streak that we're going to talk about later. But I'm able to get ten weeks in. I skipped a few. I don't know what it's going to look like for the future, but I know that we're going to have a few more podcasts. And as we get to the end, I'll talk about a a final podcast that I get to have with the champion. But just want to get the disclosure out there. I apologize for the lack of podcasts the last couple of weeks. I can't guarantee it's going to be a weekly thing, but I need to figure out how to make it a uh, a sustainable sustainable project because I definitely know that I can because I put 10 weeks together. Now, that's what I have to say. Evan S., do you have anything to say for maybe your lack of power rankings or your lack of communication with the power rankings or maybe your lack of production in the power rankings? Do you have any apologies or do you have a different angle? Yeah, um, yeah, when you were going over this in the in the pre-podcast meeting, I was banging my eardrums together, uh, trying not to listen because, you know, I disagree. Um, I apologize for nothing. And uh, I think everyone should be grateful for the content that they get. Okay. Uh, here we are spoon-feeding them a buffet of content, and all they have to do is sit down and eat it. You know what? Uh, okay. And you know what? It's it's difficult. It's difficult when your team is terrible, like my team, <laughs> and you have to sit down and write about fantasy football every week when you're just devastated that your team has lost for the third week in a row and you scored 60 freaking points <laughs> and you lost to a team that scored 80 points because David Johnson played one snap and Chase Edmonds on your bench went for 35 points. 
Yeah, I would say from your perspective, it's pretty hard to write some power rankings. It's difficult for me to sit down and spend two hours writing power rankings after that, so I'm not going to apologize. <laughs> say that you're thankful. You guys should be thankful anyways. You got last person in the rankings writing them for two hours. <laughs> I struggled through some rankings at the end of the season, even though all my hope was gone, even after my <laughs> consolation blizzard. Together some power rankings. So... Oh, you guys, I wish, man. So I've got Evan on FaceTime here, and he's just looking out into the abyss of his of his living room, just li- like literally lighting a flame to these con- yep. this comments because he's just <laughs> it's so hard. And, and you know what? The wife, the wife and son are out of town this week, so yeah. I can do whatever I want. I can talk as loud as I want. <laughs> I, there's no rules. I can be on my bad behavior. <laughs> Yeah, man, you're on your bad behavior. You're yelling in the yep. living room. Yep. <laughs> He's just looking around yelling, you guys. There's no child sleeping. I could scream right now if I want to. You want to scream? No, I'm not going to scream because I don't want to form bad habits. But <laughs> Okay. Okay, great. Could, great. Good if I wanted to. So, but you're not apologetic about lack of content. You you are so you we should just be grateful. Yeah, I think everyone should be grateful and uh yeah, that's all I have to say. Yeah, shut the f up. Yeah, <laughs> WTF? I mean, am I right? I'm glad. I'm glad that you're apologetic because uh, I enjoyed the podcast. So um, that's that's something that uh, you know I like. Yeah, and I want you to have what you like. Okay, so. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, we've we've there's there's things to to grow about the podcast, but uh, but we'll 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 continue to progress. Down the line, the podcast has been great this year. I will. Um, it it has been good. We'll get into I mean, some things. Okay, go ahead. Ten weeks in a row, like you said. Um, sometimes, I mean, towards the end of the season, some of the excitement starts to wane because. Yeah. We'll get into this later, but yeah. um, you know, the playoff picture kind of starts to form, and then it's kind of just like, all right, these last few weeks, we had a little bit of shakeup with Alex Tisler, but we kind of all figured he and Connor would get in, which that's another big surprise. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, for the most part, after, you know, week 10, you kind of know who's going to be in the playoffs and you're just kind of winding down until you get there. Yeah, um, I think you're right. And actually, I want to kind of, like, interrupt you here because I do think there is so much excitement, but it's very precise excitement in those 10, 11 12, I mean, these last couple of weeks because you're solidifying the sixth and the fifth seed. And a podcast would have been great for us to get into the analytics of, okay, how does Luke W. get into the league? You know, how does how does Ben get into the league? How does Patrick get into the league? What needs to happen? All those details are really good, but even if we were to put that on a podcast, it's, it's so – I mean – yeah. That, that would have been the only podcast content was discussing the yeah. scenarios for different people, which is fun, but we can do that through the group me. We can do that through the yeah. group me, and well, we can do that in a discussion with one another as we run into each other. So Yeah, and I did a, I did a few weeks ago a big breakdown of how every team could get in the playoffs on the power rankings. So How do you think those power rankings went over, by the way? Because I really – I mean, I honestly saw them. I was – Paralyzed. I called you and honestly lit you a new one. I just kind of leaned right into you and I was like, what the frick is this? I'm trying to read power rankings and you're over here writing an algorithm on a piece of paper. So I, I, I honestly didn't even, I didn't get halfway through those power rankings. I just read mine and I moved on like a selfish power ranking reader. But how do you think those power rankings went over for the, uh, did you get any good response back? 
Um, what you just told me just now is the first response I got, and honestly, it's pretty <laughs> devastating. Um, I put a lot of thought and effort into those rankings, and uh, basically, what I did was I just grouped together the. Um, I put, you know, teams into different groups based on how likely they were to make the playoffs. Um, and so I grouped like Mark was out at the time I wrote it. Me and Luke were still technically alive. And then, like, I put, um, I think, Connor and Tisver and somebody else, maybe Eric, together in, like, the unlikelies. I just grouped everybody by, like, yeah. their playoff standings because it was, it was, the playoff race was winding down. Um, but, yeah, I'll never do that again. Yeah, I'm sure it was tough. I'm sure it was tough, and I think, if anything, maybe there would be a special podcast to break yeah, it down. I mean, because- if, you look, if you look through it, the – the rankings were still in there. They were just, I, I would put like rank, I would rank two or three teams and then I would write about those teams. And yeah. then I would, so it's not like each team had their own individual section, but yeah. Okay. It was, yeah. Well, we appreciate it. Again, content creates culture. If that's one thing that we've learned, and I think that that was uh, it was good content. I might not have enjoyed it, but I'm sure all the numbers people and all the people that really like those those in-depth details, it is good stuff. I just didn't want to put it. I was lazy. I'll admit that I was lazy. I just didn't want to put in the effort to have to read through it. So I apologize, but uh, that's my review. So take it or leave it. Um, Evan, I want to say, man, we've, uh, we've done a good thing with this league, and we're going to talk about it later. And... What I want to talk about now is the overall season. This whole entire season, the teams, uh, the the some specifics. Yeah, we'll get into a few things down the stretch, but not just the fantasy league that we've created. We'll get to that towards the end, but just the overall competitiveness, the storylines. The recap of the regular season. It has come to a close, and we are now officially in tournament time. So. What uh, what do you have prepared for us for a recap of this season? I know that we're going to go through a bunch of things and bounce some ideas off of each other, but what uh, what do you think are the big, big things, big crucial things that you've seen this season uh, besides your team being miserable all season long? Um, well, uh, to start off, I mean, I think it was a great season. It really was. Like, o- overall, um, and we're talking about the regular season, I think – uh, you know, the regular season you can kind of look at. There's some big trends uh, that happen in the regular season, and there's storylines that permeate the 13 week season. And then when you get into the playoffs, there is um, that's where kind of like the heroes or the games of legends are made. Where if this happens, it could flip. It could flip the entire playoffs. So um, what's to come, I think, is very exciting. But I think. What has happened so far in this season has been great. It's honestly one of the weirdest seasons that I've ever been a part of. Yeah, wow. Congratulations, uh, everybody. Part of a, a part lot, of the league. A, a, a lot of just weird things happened. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll talk about what I like to call the crazy trifecta. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But um, overall, it was just... Very satisfied. I think we found our. Um, I think we found our twelve teams. Yeah, I think that's a big. Um, that's a big thing that we'll elaborate on towards the end. But we've we've never been here before. This is uncharted territory for us to actually be able to take a a season 
uh, compile it down into some statistics and some 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 form of schedule and say that we are going to re- repeat these things in this manner and improve upon these things if possible for next season. Yeah. That's something that we've I mean, never been able to do, and I think that's what we're going to lock down here. We may not even uh, have to um, shut the group me down this offseason. That's uh, it's absolutely accurate. I think that there's no reason for it. We'll get to off-season expectations later. We're going to really get lovey-dovey and and share the love for this league later. But for now, I need you to stay focused. Let's uh, let me let me pull you into how do you think your team did this? Let's just talk about your team. We'll talk about my team. Maybe some storylines. But tell me. I mean, you're, I'll, give the, I'll give a recap very briefly to the league. Evan S's team started off very hot solely because his words were hot, followed by a very, very shaky start, followed by an absolute abysmal start, followed by him legitimately falling off the cliff, crashing, burning, exploding, and burning alive for all of us to watch as he confidently started the season but then just just obliterated the rest, uh, the rest of his hopes. So t- walk me through that personally. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think the uh, you know the biggest the biggest uh, source of comfort for this season was sure. the fact that that you missed the playoffs also. You know, um, gosh dang it! Honestly, I'm freaking pissed about it too. Because you're right. There's something about it. We'll get into the division talk later. But I need to be a rival with you because I was. Oh man, I was like, listen. As long as Shacklet loses, I would say that from week to week, I'd be like, as long as Shacklet loses, I'm fine. As long as Shacklet does this. As long as this doesn't happen for Shacklet. As long as Shacklet gets in the suit, I'm like literally. But that's that's personal, and that's what everybody likes to hear on the pod. But if this needs a this is a rivalry that's been brewing for a long time. Okay, I should have been in the playoffs. I'm a great manager. I've been well, trying to tell the league that you're a trash manager, and it's that's, proven that's this ridiculous. season. Okay, that's ridiculous. Because okay, so your team, your team, your team is also terrible. Okay, um, okay. it's just a different kind of terrible. You you had the lowest points scored in the entire league, which is bad. Not good. Uh, um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm very happy that um, you missed the playoffs. But as far as my my season goes, it was it was actually devastating. Um, I, I think this is the first season that I remember. The first season that I've just been completely bad. Um, <laughs> Overall, just bad. No, I, no silver yeah. linings. I've all I've always made the playoffs, and then last season. Um, I missed the playoffs by like a few points. At least I was in the thick of it. Yeah. But this year I was just totally out of it. Objectively, the worst or the second worst team. I mean, I finished the season with the second worst record and the second least points scored. Um, and that combination is uh, pretty low. I mean, it, it would be a debate. I mean, Mark won two games, which I've also never seen yeah. a team only win two games. But he had higher points scored than both of us. So, um, that's true. but yeah, um, it was devastating. I received a lot of heat. Um, but to be fair, everyone, the storyline at the beginning of the season was everyone thought that I was going to turn it around because I had David Johnson. I had, I had Alvin Kamara and it's just, they just, they were honestly both kind of busts. Yeah. Uh, And I think, I think the takeaway for me this season is, I'm a bad manager, and you're a bad talent evaluator. 
I hit on I hit on my first four draft picks, okay. but I could just never start the right players. I could never pick a right QB, right. blah, blah, blah. And uh, your team, you were good at managing your team because you were able to get six wins out of the least points scored team in the league. Um, but your team scored the least amount of points, so yeah. you had terrible players. Okay, so that's I, I think that's fair because you're right. As I that's I, I don't have too much to go against there. That's pretty accurate. I think that you're right. Uh, that talent evaluator is tricky because y- you're you absolutely drafted fantastic. Uh, David Johnson, Mike Evans, Josh Jacobs, Cooper Cup, Miles Sanders, Robbie Anderson. Uh, I mean Emmanuel Sanders. You had you had a great first. I mean. Shoot, first four or five picks. They were great. David Johnson was an anomaly. I do think that that's a bit absurd. Yeah. But So you're saying you're a great talent evaluator. You were able to do well from the draft. But I think yeah. that's part and of here's, the – Well, here's the other thing with yeah. David Johnson. I traded him right before he turned terrible. You got so, you got good weeks out of him? Yeah, he was great. He was top, top ten the first like six or seven weeks. And then when he got injured, I was able to trade him to Alex Tisver for a pretty good deal. Um and uh, then he was just absolutely terrible after that. Yeah. So I was, a- I was able to see that he had fallen off a cliff because he fell off a cliff after that injury. Well, see, this is the whole thing, though. I think it's very interesting because there, there's moments in fantasy football where you have to part. And I don't think this is, a, this is a bash on either one of our skills managerially or talent evaluating skills or whatever. I just, I think there's time, like you have to, it's a very, call it guessing, call it intuition, but you have to know when to cut someone loose. And I think a good example of that was, I mean, yeah, with David Johnson, like sensing that, I think that's a big move because you trade people at their peak prices for people that you evaluate talent wise are going to be sustainable for the rest of your season and you are getting like so for example your trade for david johnson you're saying david is going to drop off and whoever i'm getting the value for out of a david johnson is going to be someone who will carry me for the rest of the season or at least is going to be a piece that i think for whatever nfl storylines which i also think is a very very big point of fantasy football is you have to be able to read storylines like when a backup this is a very basic one but when a backup qb starts starts you know like okay maybe he's going to be doing drop downs to a running back frequently or maybe he'll go safely to his tight end numerous times unlike the starter who's taking deep shots or maybe you just know off the cuff that i shouldn't be starting the star wide receiver for a team with a backup qb it's just those things and those decisions over the course of a whole entire season get you wins. They get you the, oh, yeah, who is that running back? I don't even know his name, but he went off for, you know, elite, like a solid 12 or 16 points because you saw backup quarterbacks coming in for Jacksonville and he's going to dump it down to this guy. So yeah. it's, it's those decisions that I think make good managers. And the Italian evaluation and the draft stuff, yes, I think that some of that does play a role, but I also think that that is super, super hard to predict and – I mean, you should have, with your draft results, or at least me, Alvin Kamara, Leonard Fournette, Kenny Galladay, Tevin Coleman, Alshon Jeffrey. I mean, I should have been able to get into the playoffs with a team that was drafted. Uh, but, you know, it, whatever. It's, yeah. You can either outman- you can I mean, manage your way out of the playoffs the same way you can manage your way in. Yeah, and I think I managed my, my way out. I mean, going back to even our, our you know trade that was – 
hotly debated at the time. Hotly debated. Um, Jeez, hotly debated. It was uh, Josh Jacobs and Cooper Cup for Alvin Kamara and Alshon Jeffrey. And in my head, so going into the draft, I loved both of those players, Josh Jacobs and Cooper Cup. And I was like, I was very excited that I got them. We'd only played one week. But I, I mean, in my head, I was just like, I'm trading for Alvin Kamara. That cannot be a bad thing. Right, right. And it ended up being a bad thing, um, which is kind of crazy. So I don't know what to make of that. But um, the result was, you know, Josh Jacobs, I mean, he's probably been better than Kamara just on his own. And then Cooper Cup was, like, the best receiver for, like, five weeks. So I don't know. Um, I really didn't want to do the deal, too, because, I mean, I made, I yeah. I made you give me five fab dollars in that deal also. Which, yeah. you know, a lot of people thought was ridiculous because um, they thought that I'd won the trade. But, I mean, it's tough. I mean. We're both out of the playoffs. Neither one of us won the trade. That's the reality. No. Yeah, that's the reality is that the Alvin Kamara curse got both of us. Yeah. And it got Connor also. It did, which is crazy, which is really crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, you got to – yeah, it's interesting. And me and Connor were even talking about it the other day about how, I mean – he gets so many yards, gets so many touches, but he doesn't get touchdowns, which is crazy. When, well, in, in his first two years, he had tons of touchdowns. I mean, he yeah. was a touchdown machine. So, And then also, you have that. to look at the reality that, I mean, Michael Thomas was the number one wide receiver. So it's, yeah. I mean, there, you can only become a number one wide receiver for a number of different reasons. And one of those reasons is you're getting touchdowns. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, there's a lot of factors too. I mean, Drew Brees missed a lot of time. So, I mean, I'm sure that that played a part in it because the offense was – Right, just not as good in general. Um, it ran differently because they did st- still do really well with Teddy Bridgewater, but it it ran yeah. differently. So, yeah, and uh, and Kamara missed a couple games right after I traded him to Connor due to injury. Mm. Um, so it's just yeah, he had a down year, but anyways, um, yeah, yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a down year for both of us, but I'm I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that. You didn't get into the playoffs and, and have a chance at another championship like last season. That's true. It's true. I will not be bringing home the trophy that you see in the background of this FaceTime. I will not be bringing it up back, but I will be giving it to someone in a glorious presentation as you can only anticipate and uh, get excited for. In the end of the league, we'll talk about a few of those points towards the end, what it's going to look like for the offseason and some of those dates for the punishment and also for a podcast with the champion as well as a, a trophy presentation. Really excited. I think we've got a great group of guys. We've got to try to find a time for Griffin and Alex to make it in town. But that's a different conversation. I want to continue the topics or at least the storylines of our league thus far, and I wanted to get into our trifecta. Uh, I wanted to yeah. take a little breather here, shake it out for all the people who are listening, loosen up your ears a little bit. i got a little story for you. I got a, a commute from Tate's Creek to Harrodsburg Road every single day for my job, right? And I take New Circle. So I come down Tate's Creek. I get on New Circle heading towards Harrodsburg Road. And whenever I go down Harrodsburg Road, I have to go southbound in Harrods, or on Harrodsburg Road so I get off on the exit. I call this little double diamond on Harrodsburg Road where you have to get off New Circle and stuff, I call it the trifecta lights uh, because there is a scenario where if I catch the light getting off of the overpass, if I catch it on yellow, then it literally is a perfect swing. So I catch it on yellow, I get through the light, I go under the overpass, 
and that light automatically turns green because the yellow light was preventing the oncoming traffic from coming across. So as soon as that turns red, it's giving us the green light. So I catch that light and then I catch the other light. And because they're all synced up, that light lets me go through to the light of head, a light ahead that automatically it, or is routinely going to give me the green arrow, green arrow to turn left into my into corporate drive where I work. All this to say, if you hit the trifecta, it takes less than literally one minute to get through all those lights. If you do not hit the trifecta, it takes me eight minutes. Eight minutes to get wow. through all three lights. It's brutal. And so if I'm running late to work, you better hope I'm coming down New Circle. I'm like, i got to hit this trifecta. And time and time again, I hit it, but then other times I don't. And it's it's just miserable. Yeah. But the trifecta lights. Let's talk about the trifecta. Who do you got here to start us off, Evan? Um, or at least tell us what the trifecta is. Yeah, that was a, that was a fascinating story. Uh, rudeness. Um, Shut up. I just want to loosen up a little bit, all right? I think it compares very well to, um, to this crazy trifecta, right? So how often would you say the triple lights happen? Uh, they Honestly, they, they don't happen very often at all. Uh, they happen, I would maybe it's, say... Um, Maybe like one other. I've hit them. I've hit them like four times. So I hit it four times, and I've gone to the bank five times a week for the last seven months. So it's, they don't okay. happen often at all. That's pretty rare. I was, okay, so it's probably uh, a pretty equivalent to the rarity of the crazy trifecta that we experienced okay. this season. Um, and what the crazy trifecta is is three three things that happened this season that. I have never seen happen in any of the leagues that I've played in. Yeah. Uh, and they all happened this season, which was pretty crazy. If you were to grab any one of these, isolate it, and say that it happened in your fantasy football league, prob- people would probably look at you and be like, that's crazy. That is crazy, yeah. And all three of them happened in one season. So yeah. the first one is Isaac's 10-game winning streak, which is compounded by the fact that he started 0-3. And just his absolutely ridiculously easy schedule is something that I've never seen before. Yeah. Um, just, I mean, the closest thing would be you last season, but you snuck into the playoffs barely, seven and six. I mean, this was just ridiculous. Week after week, winning with average or below average scores, going up against teams, scoring sub-100 points or 105, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it was... Some of the best luck that I've ever seen. Yeah, and that coming from—I mean, from a luck—I have to agree. And coming from a lucky person myself, uh, you got to—you got to root for somebody like that. That's that's honestly very impressive. Connor ran some numbers, quick numbers. Uh, shouts out to Big Data. I'll make this very quick. He said that the odds given Isaac a sixty percent chance to win the games, which. He did not have 60% chance. That's just being conservative, giving a overestimate of 60% chance to win. If you were to go 0-3 and, and then win 10 in a row, to win 10 in a row at that 60% mark, Connor came to a statistic of 0.06%. 0.06% chance to win 10 games in a row. Uh and that's with that 60%. So knowing that he was sometimes well below that, 50, 40, 45% to win these games, and he still won, it's less than a, a, point zero, a point zero six or a 0.6% chance to win. So not even 1% to this happen. So, yeah, definitely an anomaly. I agree. 
Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, it was just, it was ridiculous. Um, and so, uh, the second part of the trifecta yeah. was the flip side, the exact opposite, Mark's schedule. Um, I've never seen a team only win two games. Um, and I've never seen a team just like, this is the thing with both of these schedules. When we did the comparison of, right, which I really love that about team, Mark, really good stuff every, there. Yeah. Every team would have made the playoffs with Isaac's schedule and just about every team would have missed the playoffs with Mark's schedule. Yeah. It's just, I've never seen a, a schedule that difficult either. Um, and, uh, I don't know what to make of it. Yeah. Um, do you think there's anything we can learn from it? Can we grab anything? Maybe we'll talk later about the divisions that Connor brought up, and maybe that'll bring some normalcy to the schedules. But I, I mean, I, can I really you think learn? it's just one in a million bad luck. I mean, Jeez. it's it's pretty crazy. The average points scored, um, being way above even the highest score in the league, yeah. is it that's it's crazy. It's cr- it's a crazy piece of the tri- crazy trifecta. Yeah, so here's the thing. I guess th- something to be added here. Do you, do you think Mark deserves to have more credit given to him? Do you think that he is as bad of a manager as his team shows? Obviously not, but how much credit do we give him with the schedule that you know he's been given or Isaac the same way? Like do I value Isaac as a great manager now because he's got he's 10 and 3? 10 and 3 gets you a, a buy. I mean, that's fantastic. But yet yeah, he doesn't I mean, seem to be carrying a lot of gravitas with that ten and three record, right? Yeah. So I will say, with Isaac, he still did finish the season with the fourth fourth highest points scored. So I'm not going to sit here and say he shouldn't made the play, shouldn't have made the playoffs or something like that. But I think we could say that you know the bye week was a gift of this ridiculously easy schedule, and he probably should have been in the Kevin or Griffin range of the standings as opposed to the best record in the entire league. I mean, I can't believe that he finished the season over Alex Cook, who was the number one seed for most of the second half of the season. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But as far as Mark, um, do we give him more or less credit? I mean, I just, I feel like he should get no credit. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) At the end of the day, I don't know. It's 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 a difficult thing to process. He was obviously poor at managing. He wasn't able to get the wins, but um, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. We'll uh, we'll get into some further conversation in the playoffs down the road about whether or not we should give some of these playoff contenders credit or no credit. But that will be later. I want to finish off our trifecta here with Connor, a complete anomaly as well. If I what if I told you. 30 for 30 segment here. What if I told you? Points four through the absolute roof. 16, 1,614 points. The most by one of our players by at least the closest one I'm seeing is Alex Cook at 1588. So beating him out even by a solid, you know, 20, 20 and change points. Four, and he is out of the top six teams. Evan Chaclet, tell me how that happens. Uh, an absolutely crazy set of circumstances that had a low, very low percentage chance of, of happening. Um, all three of these, I feel like, are equally crazy. Um, this, this is something that 
Yeah, I, I feel like I've heard has happened before, but it's just something that <laughs> logically should not make sense. I mean, if you score the most points, you should have a top six record at least. Is this something that happened with the Tier 2 league where Luke Stoltz had the most points scored in the league and then he missed the playoffs? Um, it was it was similar. I don't know if he had the most points for I can't go back and look at those details, but I do remember he had the best team hands down, but it was due to some early losses with some people that he invested in in his draft that didn't ha- that had suspensions that weren't going to play until right, week okay. fours and week fives. So I don't want to say that he had the best points for it because those first weeks he didn't have very good point outings. But yeah. uh, but Luke Stoltz, a fantasy football legend. I mean, we're even talking about him on a podcast that he hasn't been a part of for for a year, two years. So it's just he's a legend. But yeah, and Luke Stoltz, similar situation with that that great team. Yeah. But that was that was in a ten team league where only four teams make the playoffs. So I mean that's a little it's a little bit more difficult to make the playoffs in a league like that. Right? He was just on the outside, yeah. And his team yeah. completely ran it after that in the uh, in the toilet bowl league. We didn't keep up with it, but his points for during the toilet bowl stuff, he would have won the championship by far. Yeah. Um, so it's just I mean it's difficult to swallow. I don't know I don't know what to do if if. Uh, I was in those shoes. I, I would definitely be um, pretty frustrated. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, and uh, you know, maybe that's something that um, I don't know what if any, if anybody else likes the idea that Connor had with the um, um, highest point scored in sixty. That's my partner. My partner is putting something that makes some fart noises sometimes. So continue. But Connor, complete anomaly. The playoffs, the divisions. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, it's just yeah. Um, there's not there's not much just left to say. I mean, they're all all three of these things are just. I can't believe that they happened. I could, yeah. I wouldn't be able to believe if a single one of them happened, let alone all three. That's why I think this is easily just the weirdest season that I've ever been a part of. Yeah, that's uh, that's good. I will say it's uh, it's worth noting though. Connor out of the playoffs. I mean, that's just that's that's yep. a fact. Yeah. Um, it's it's not normal for me and you to be able to have that kind of dialogue uh, about yep. Connor. Uh, Connor Fulkerson not being and, in a fantasy football playoff, but but you know that's that's and, the and, you reality. Know, it goes it goes to show. I mean, we talked about how you were a good manager earlier because you had a low point scored and you still won six games. I mean, can we say that? Connor was a poor manager because most points for and only most points scored and still had the same record as you. I mean, that's that's kind of difficult to to do. The the four hundred point scored gap, something close to that yeah. between your teams, uh, and you actually finished with the same record. That's kind of hard to believe. Another another anomaly in and of itself. We can get into the statistics, but we're not taking UK statistics one on one anymore. Those classes is literally what I feel like we're taking sometimes whenever we get into these big data segments and also some of these numbers because it is ridiculous because it is just like statistics would tell you is uh, winning the lottery the odds are absolutely ridiculous but someone has to win like someone is going to win so the fact of the matter is that these stats mean just that they tell a story that is very unlikely but it's a story that has to happen so Connor's story was written and he was not written into the playoffs this season and that is unfortunate for him but but look at us. I mean, me, you, Connor, on the outside of the playoffs. I mean, yep. That, that, and I'm not in bad company. I feel like. 
But whatever. Yeah, and, and Eric J out of the playoffs. Eric J, uh, Luke Luke Dove out of the playoffs after a really good start to the season. Luke Dove finding yeah. himself out of the playoffs again, but with a six and seven record nonetheless. He really had a chance. He was telling me to get in the playoffs with a couple of situations, but again, uh, those did yeah. not those did not pan out for him. So we're yeah. all on the outside looking in. Uh, yeah, we've done a lot of a lot of discussion about uh, you know the uh, the regular season and whatnot. Um, but I mean, the playoffs are going to be exciting. Playoffs yeah, are going to be very exciting. Um, there's some good matchups, and like I was saying earlier, <laughs> these are the games that you remember going into next season. You yeah. know, you remember. We'll remember the crazy trifecta and the storylines of the regular season, but the individual games that are going to happen in the playoffs are the ones where you remember. Oh man, if Zach Ertz had caught that one touchdown at the yeah. end of the game, that flips the championship. Absolutely. Or, um, you know, Antonio Brown going off in one of your playoff games, whatever. I think Ross had a game last year where Derrick Henry scored 47 points in the yes. playoffs. Yes, he point. did. <laughs> stuff, stuff like that. Those are the stories that we'll be talking about next year that, that flip the playoffs and give people wins and have them move on to the next round. So. It's where legends are made, hands down. Yep. It's just where it's just where those names all season long that have been popping up or not popping up, when they pop up this time, it means the world. It doesn't just mean one win. It means a championship, baby, and that's what you're fighting for. You're fighting for this pretty little trophy over my, my right shoulder here. You're fighting for that bad boy. you got to have it. You're going to have your name on it for years and years to come. Me and you will not have our name written on it this season. But the playoffs are going to be good. We've got some matchups. The uh, This is the this is the championship bracket. We've got K-Wall versus Tiz in a battle right now. Isaac and Alex, as me and you both know, they have buys. And then Sweeze and Scruff McGruff. These are all people who will not be running in any kind of suit. Okay? Yes. But, uh, but Sweeze and Scruff match up and K-Wall and Tizver going head-to-head. Um yeah, I don't want to get into the specific matchups because we've already got a pod running for 50 minutes here, and I think that you guys are enjoying this. But I do want to shorten up just a little bit and say, out of these group of people, without going into the details of their team, who are you looking at as the favorite for for this this playoff run in a championship? I mean, this is our champ- Fight Club League champion. Who is who's your best bet? Um, I would say my best bet is definitely Alex C. I mean, I think I think the buy is a big advantage. Having the automatic win is is very big. Yeah, um, that's true. And he's got the most points scored of any team in the playoffs. Um, he's got Lamar Jackson. He does. He's got, he's got Patriots defense, which is just a killer combination. As long as his skill position players produce, um, you know, an average amount of points as long as they they tie the battle with the other team then he'll have a major advantage with them with with that qb defense combo um two of two of the best players in fantasy this season and they both happen to be on the same team that's why he ended up getting the bye the bye week but um if i had to bet my money um that's where i would go yeah that's uh it's not a bad bet i i'm gonna i'm gonna partner with your bet that i i think cook is a great pick but i think it's going to be an alex uh, I think it's going to be an Alex Tisver, though. 
I think Tisra's team's built for depth, and I don't know what the matchup is particularly reflecting right now, but I think he's going to blow through K-Wall here this week one, and he's going to go up against Isaac, who is due for a couple of duds, and he's going to find himself in the championship game against potentially, we might have an Alex versus Alex championship. So I I don't know what the future holds, but if I was going to bet my money, I'd bet it. On AOTs. I mean, with lineups with Hopkins, Jones, Dalvin Cook, a former fantasy football champion last season. Uh, I mean, he's not. It's it's just a good. It's a good overall team. Dak Prescott, if he can piece it together, it's just all these teams are great. And I'm not. These are just things that I know yeah. off the top of my head. I know that he has Julio Jones I mean, and Hopkins. It's so, hard to argue because I mean, you want the team that's playing well right now, right? Right. And Alex Isver's team went on a run at the end of the season. They, it was looking like they were out of it. I put them in the unlikely to make the playoffs section. Um, I can't remember. I think they were what five and set five and six at one point, maybe even four and six. I can't remember. Yeah. But then I think I think he won the last three games of the season and put up big point totals. And his team's hot, and you want to be hot at this point of the season going into the playoffs um, because this is where it counts. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, one of my friends said it best when I was working at Panda Express. Hot things are hot. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, it was you. Um, give me one second. We're actually going to take a break. I'm going to switch out my laundry. Is that okay with you? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, give me one second. Hey, where the f*** are my hard-boiled eggs? All right, and we're back on the pod. Laundry is very, very important. Very, very important. It's very important. And, Um, you know, everybody thinks that we're superstars because we're on a podcast and we're giving our thoughts to a group audience, you know, and that we're super famous. But we're just normal people. We do laundry like everybody else. Super important to switch those things over so they don't mildew. You don't want mildew in clothes. Yep, and you know what? I had jeans in my dryer, so you know how sometimes when when you do the dryer... And you uh, you pull the jeans out, and the jeans are just a little bit damp. Oh, the rest of the clothes are dry. Jeez. Have you ever tried to wear them that way? Oh, it's terrible. I know. I've tried before, and I've galled it real bad. It's it is it is terrible. But uh, yeah. Um, Wait, I wasn't done talking about that. One thing I'm really excited about whenever I get to buy a house is going and uh, and cleaning out the vents where you hook up the airflow from your dryer to the exterior of your house. I'm really excited to go through and clean out that whole entire little slot thing because I hear that it backs up your dryer lint. Like it backs up a lot of times and you got to flush that stuff out. So I'm really excited to do that. Why don't you, uh, why don't you just come over and do it at my house? Well, I guess here's one option that, well, you know, I haven't thought about that. Evan, thanks for the offer. Um, I'll charge thousand dollars an hour. And, (laughs) but (laughs) I, I will say maybe whenever I buy a house, maybe I'll just, buy a whole entire new like one of those like expandable shiny kind of thingy vent things that expand from your dryer all the way to your the exterior of your house and just instead of cleaning it out just pull out the old one and just buy a new one and do it but yeah what do i know that'd be great yeah so Um, getting back into fantasy football all right getting back out of fantasy football um out or in where are you going (laughs) i'm getting out i'm getting back out for just a second just a second we haven't got back in yet (laughs) Well, you got us back in. Now I'm getting us right back out. All right, we're in. We're out. Great basketball move. Um, quick question. Yeah. How long do when you pause the podcast? How long does it? How long of a break is it on the um, 
On the listener end. On the listener end, uh, it's like a second. Like it's literally just gonna be a snap. I'm literally gonna put a transition piece in of probably those guys hitting and foot in the fantasy football. And then it's just going to be us back at it again. That's amazing. Isn't it great? I really think it's great, too. It's like time travel. I just work. Yeah. You know how when you're listening to a podcast and then they're talking and they just kind of don't say anything for a few seconds? Yeah. And then you kind of think, oh, crap, am I getting a phone call or is the podcast shut (laughs) off for some reason? Yeah. I hate that. And... You think it's them taking a lunch break, <laughs> just leaving and going and eating? And no, it's like they'll, they'll be talking, and then there's just like a pause for like three seconds, and it's weird. And then, and then they come back, and you're like, "But I've already picked up my phone and checked to see if like somebody's called." Because sometimes, you know, when you get a phone call, it just automatically shuts off. Right. You have it on vibrate. You don't. You might not hear it. And uh, yeah. I was just worried about our Caterham, Caterham listeners because. This pod, when it drops tonight, I mean, it's probably going to be dropped in time for their morning commute tomorrow morning. And <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> you're probably right. I, I don't want them to look down while they're driving to work and, you know, accidentally rear in somebody. So, <laughs> thinking they got a phone call because the podcast was paused. Yeah, well, Catterham listeners, do not drop that phone. It's going to be a quick bl- – well, I mean, by this time, they've already experienced that. So, it's, it's kind of – they're either yeah. in a wreck right now or they're not. Yeah. And yeah, and I did an intentional little pause there, so maybe maybe that caused it. But um, wow, I don't know if anybody else has run into that issue. Hmm. But that's just that's just something that uh, I've noticed with some podcasts. Yeah, I guess I've noticed it too because I have glanced at my phone. But okay, yeah. um, interesting. I love what that. What are we talking about? Well, let's get back into it. Back into fantasy football content for all you listeners out there. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about the championship and who we had, and we were also talking about just uh, the. I mean, I was talking about Tiz and his bid to get into the league or to make a run in the playoffs. <clears throat> we were talking about how legends were made in these matchups, and right? And so, funny thing is, you know, during the break, I was just I was checking in on scores. We're in the fourth quarter of the Thursday night game, and it's uh, true. Alex Tizer has got Dak Prescott, who currently has less than six points. Um, that, has not thrown a touchdown pass, or if he has, he also has interceptions. I'm not sure. But that's true. We're in the second half. He, you said he, we're in the we're in the fourth quarter. Nine minutes left, and Thanks. Dak Prescott has five point eight points, and uh, his his percentage chance of winning the first game against Kevin is now twenty five percent, according to Sleeper. Yeah, so, and here's it's the not thing: the of, not the end of the world, and there's still lots of garbage time left. But not a good start. No, not what you want to see uh, to start. But I will say it's just it's just like sleeper. It's just like Saquon. It's just like Deshaun Watson. It's just like Keenan Allen. It's just like any of these players to go out there and drop a two or drop a three. Now a yeah. quarterback Deshaun Watson won't do that. But I'm just saying sleeper app does these things and run its projections and all these algorithms and all this stupid stuff. When we all know that it's just simple points projected and however many points minus the other person's projections is the percentage points. And I just think Deshaun Watson can also come out there and have an absolute dud game and get 10 points and he's back up yep. to like 46%. So yep. I don't want to hear it. Possible. It's not until the, not until the bell is rung that the, those yep. games are over. So I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it, but 
Let us conclude our championship talk. You picked Cook. I picked Tisver. Not looking good for me, but we'll see what happens. Really, really excited about the championship game. One thing that we can move into that I'm really excited for this season, honestly, uh, and I want to hear your thoughts on this, I've never honored or participated 100% in the toilet bowl. It's always been a consolation thing that does occur, but no one pays it any mind because it doesn't carry any weight. This season, those things have changed. We've actually added a lot of weight to this, and I wanted to see, have you ever played a consolation bracket that matters in yours? Because usually it's just the normal season loser. The league loser of the regular season is the worst loser, which is true. You've had 12 weeks to to make a, a resume, an argument as to why you're one of the better managers, and if you have yet to do that, then you are the worst. So then you enter into these tournaments, and again, I've paid it no mind. Have you ever paid it in mind? No, never. Never, not once? This is your first time? First time ever, and I think it works because I'm I'm worried that yes. I'm going to go 0-2 and, and have to line up against Mark and race him. Right, whereas in the previous uh, leagues, we had people who were playing, but they didn't care anymore because the consolation yeah. bracket didn't matter. So here we are, lack of content, lack of lack of production and value from half of the whole entire league because they don't care about what's going on. Yep. But now we care. So, yeah, you've got a buy – you and Mark both have buys as the worst two teams this season, and uh, and it looks like, well, matchups between me and Luke, Luke W, uh, close friends going head to head there, and then Connor and Eric J, close friends going head to head. It's a uh, it's a consolation bracket for the ages, and it is it's pitted a couple of good friends against each other. Yeah, um, I really wish that you were on my side of the bracket because. Yeah, yeah, share. I want you to air some of this out because I saw some frustration in your group. Yeah, I aired it out in the group me, and I think, um, you know, we got to the bottom of it. But you you ultimately agreed with it, correct? I guess. I mean, I don't, not really, because look, what, what could happen and what very well may happen because Ezekiel Elliott has two touchdowns. It's true. Tonight. Um, Still projected less than Connor, but yes. Yeah, if Eric J goes to win this game against Connor, I all of a sudden have to have to play the first team out of the, of the playoffs, and I don't like that. I just sure. don't like it. But I mean, that's the way the cookie crumbles. I was the um, second second worst team, so I was. I mean, I deserve the bye week in the losers bracket. Um, There's a cat behind you. I'm just yeah. I'm just gonna have to win. I'm just gonna have to win this game. Um, we have to win one of these two games. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Man, really exciting stuff. It really is. I mean, I, 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 to think that there is going to be a moment when we are crowning a champion of the league and also a runner in the mascot suit at the same time. That's yep. really good stuff. Really good stuff. It is. I'm really proud of our league. So, in the <clears throat> Poop Fecta, both me and you included, trying to keep our most unbiased opinion uh, out of this choice. Who do you have as the king, the the champion of the toilet bowl? Um, I've got you. You've got the worst points scored, and I think your luck has finally run out. So, yeah, you know that's fair. Uh, it's fair. Uh, I won't go. Um, but I mean. You deserve some credit. I mean, you've been doing you've been doing well. 
Um, oh, I don't know. I, I, I don't like my team either. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't there's I don't have many arguments for you on my side of the, the spectrum. But here. I'm saying you, you've been do, you've been doing well as far as your uh, um, your cardio exercises. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. I mean, how many pounds have you lost now? I definitely have lost over I think it was 24 pounds. So That's very good. Yeah, it's really nice. Um It's good for those knees. That was the whole entire purpose. Uh, they weighed me. They weighed me at two fourteen, and I'm right at one ninety, one ninety one. Last time I weighed, so. Yeah, I mean, you may not need the cardio exercise, but it'll still help. Yeah, you're right. In the sprint, it definitely would help. I, I will say, I, I'm not excited about whatever foot foundations they have on the mascot suit. I've been in it a time or two, so I actually have some experience. But the 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 idea of jumping out of the blocks on a track in a size, I think like what, like a size 17 shoe. It just doesn't sound exciting. Um, so I don't, I'm not excited about it, but <clears throat> so you got me uh, a justifiable decision. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with Mark. It's a, it's a Homer pick. Um, but it just seems like this guy doesn't know how to get W's. He just doesn't know how to do it. Um, it's going to take just a, cap off the most unlucky season of all time. Yeah, and so I guess if Mark does lose, do we just team pair him up with the second place loser? Is that how that would operate? No, that's completely that's completely unfair. All right, <laughs> completely unfair. Okay, so if he loses both. He's racing himself hundred meters, and then he's running in the suit. Wow, I, I don't know if the rest of the league is going to agree with that because I think that there needs to be two losers. I think that him being the season-ending loser actually nullifies him from whatever the results yeah. of the – co- we will have to discuss this later when it is concluded, if it does. But next, I will I'm say – right now, if I do not lose the toilet bowl, I'm not getting in the suit. Okay, okay, all right. I don't want to frustrate anybody, so let's just hope that whoever loses is uh, it's just an outright loser and there's no discussion. But next year, this will need to be a discussion point at the at the forum, at the league forum. And I'm telling you guys, listen to this freaking podcast. We need to freaking vote like men, okay? I'm tired of these polls on the group me. We sat in a freaking living room and tried to make this decision. It needs to be vocalize your opinions because this league is made of our joint opinions, so ridiculous. It's ridiculous. We all need to go out there and just lay it out there so we have the best league ever. But yeah. So I've got Mark. You've got me. Uh, good luck to the both of us. Neither one of us want to be in that suit. So just win. Win a game. That's all you have to do is win one you game. Win one, one game. For you, it's, you have to win one of three. For me, I have to win one of two. One um, game. One game. Yeah. And you know what? I planned ahead. I picked up the Buffalo Bills defense for $9 because they play um, – who do they play? I think they play the Redskins in week 15. Yeah, not bad. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. F- the, only re- way, yeah. the only way I wouldn't feel good is if uh, I had to go up against Connor. That would not be good. Yeah. I picked up the Eagles D against Miami, and then Miami F beat them 34 to 27 points. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I was negative yeah, you, two. You should have seen that one coming, though. I should have seen that coming out. Listen, the Dolphins are three and two in their last five games, which means they were two and two going into that game. Ryan Fitzpatrick has been hot. He's a good quarterback. Okay. Half, half the year they've been playing Josh Rosen is terrible. But Fitzpatrick can go out there and he can sling it. He can throw for three hundred yards. He can throw two or three touchdowns. Okay. And the Eagles defense has been the worst passing defense for most of the year. They've been lit up. 
by the Lions. They've been lit up by a bunch of other teams. Um, I think the Cowboys, I mean, they just their secondary is terrible. And I wouldn't be comfortable starting them against any team that has a decent quarterback. And I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is a decent quarterback. Okay. So that's where that's where you fell into the trap. I yep. I don't yeah. I think you should have seen that one coming. Poor, uh, poor management of mine, for sure. I will say it wouldn't have mattered regardless. Had I won, uh, even with my best scoring scenario, I would not have outscored whoever I needed to to get into the playoffs. So I would have been here reluctantly. Yep. So we can move on. And by, by the way, speaking of the playoffs, yeah, I think there are a few. I mean, so we can all agree the goal – the. The main goal of the regular season is to get into the playoffs, right? Absolutely. That's literally the – that's that's it. That is it, just getting the playoffs. If you get into the playoffs, you've got a chance to win the championship. Um, yeah. One in six, like, I mean, some would like say. You, just like you last season, sneaking in as a six seed. That's right. Anyone can win once you get in. You just got to get in. <clears throat> that's right. So I think I think some people deserve, deserve a lot of credit. I mean, for starters, Patrick. Um, okay. I I was I talked a lot of smack. I was intent on spoiling week thirteen. Yeah, man, I uh, loved the Slim Shady gifts, man. I loved them. Yeah. Those were so good. And he he came to, he came out and he shut it down. He put up a robust one hundred thirty plus point week and just walked himself into the playoffs. And I think that was very impressive. Um, well, Jose, it's worth it. noting. I, was to- I talked to him on the phone frequently, and he did not like his chances going into that game. He didn't like any of the yeah. matchups. He didn't like any of the like. He didn't like anything about his team, and he did not think it looked pretty. And I, I think that's what brew- what blew a a false wind of security into my sails, as I thought I was sh- my ship was going towards the playoff harbor. Uh, I was yeah. I was sadly mistaken. Well. Yeah, and I agree. I mean, I, I, I thought that I was going to win. Um, but, I mean, he had – I knew it was over once, you know, Aaron Rodgers threw four touchdown passes. It's That's difficult. Yeah, um, to come back from. Tough to lose when your quarterback scores 38. But That's true. Uh, yeah, he, he ended up scoring 142 points. So that's impressive. Now, I will say on the flip side, he is the only team that uh, – beat me twice so i mean i was a terrible team he got to go up against me twice he got two wins that way hmm. but um the other team that i faced twice eric J. I ended up getting uh getting revenge on him uh, a couple weeks ago but just a little snippet there just so Eric, yep. eric's listening he knows yeah, yeah. um and uh yeah um I think Patrick P. deserves some credit for pulling out that that must-win game because uh, if he had lost that, he would have been out, right? I mean, Connor would have surpassed him. Yeah, absolutely. would have been uh, Connor. Um, yeah. Um, do you think there's – go ahead. Something else interesting yeah. is how good are um, Griffin and Kevin's team? Because they both, in the playoffs, eight wins. That's a solid season. I take yeah. it every time. Eight yeah. wins is great. They're the number seven and number eight in points scored, so they're in the bottom half. Um, are they contenders or pretenders? I don't know. How much credit do they deserve? I don't know. 
Well, you said it best, and I think I want to kind of pick off what you're saying too. Is hot things are hot, you know? what I mean, teams are rolling when they're rolling, and they're not when they're not. And I would tell you, if there's a team that's not rolling right now, it's the Scruff and Gruff Crew. Um, they yeah, got, they right. they they've they went out and got what was a playoff bid early, and they just kind of fell asleep at the wheel. Uh, I mean, honestly, it's it's a it's really reflective of maybe my effort at the bank or maybe uh, the effort of a, a tenured employee at their job where they just fall asleep. The, the hunger's not there. They're, they're not looking for specific opportunities to drive themselves to the next level. They're just lackadaisical at best. Uh, one of my managers at Fizzoli's said it even better, said that I was glacial. <laughs> glacial. I moved at a glacial pace. Maybe I was falling asleep. Maybe I was tired. I don't know what the scenario was that specific day, but I was glacial is what he said. And uh, yes. I think that that's just the story of the Scruff McGruff's crew here. Not Griffin personally, but his team is that is reflective of that, of a glacial manager just moving at a slow pace, not, not really contending for anything. Going up against a very, very grateful Patrick team here, I, I look for the upset from the sixth seed here. Yeah, you can almost, I mean – compare it to uh, maybe the earth you know it's, it's the weather changes they they started hot yeah okay and I think they started 4-0 right they were number one in the power rankings at oh, some yeah. point oh, and yeah. if that's true they started 4-0 they've since gone 4-5 um, which is not good no not very and, good and uh, they've really frozen over and uh, almost uh, a, a, an ice age has formed over their team and uh so we'll see. That it's definitely you're right. That's not where you want to be going into the playoffs. Um, looked like he was going to get a bye for a long time. Eventually dropped down to um, the divisional round, where he's going to have to get a win here. But um, yeah, yeah. <coughs> Scruff and Gruff Crew. That's uh, that's what I don't know. That's where I think some credit may have fallen off. Fallen off. Uh, on a particular team. Do you think credit is due for any other teams in the league? I don't think there's anything to note really about the toilet bowl players. I mean, obviously we all, I mean, I think more credit could be given to Connor for having more points for, uh, but, and maybe even, I don't think Eric Johnson had a terrible season by any stretch, just kind of on the outside looking in window shopping, if you will. And it's just unfortunate, but I mean, that's where you give credit to those to squeeze and, Sweezy and Tiz for just solidifying their spot. So, yeah. At the end of the day, I mean, everyone in the playoffs deserves some credit. They got, they got the job done. They secured their spot at a at a championship win, and they prevented themselves from having to run in the suit. Um, so yeah, that's definitely definitely good. And you can only control what's in front of you. So, can I make a hot topic or a, a hot comment? Yeah. I'm going to double down on my previous hot comment earlier this season. Isaac will not win this championship. I agree. Uh, he will not do it, and it, it just won't happen. It won't happen on my watch. It will not happen on anybody else's watch. A a a, 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 a asterisk, if you will, because he has the bye, but an asterisk 13 win streak will not happen. Because he'll get the bye, it's an automatic win, I get it, that'll be a week. But he's got 10 weeks in a row, 11, 12, 13 to win a championship. It is not going to happen. Isaac, it's not personal. I love your hat. I, I, I love your hat. I love your house. I love your kittens. And I'm not even a big cat fan, but I like your cat. 
I like your wife. I think she's great. I th- I like your job. I think it's cool. Um, but I do not like your fantasy football team. And I do not think they're even going to make it out of the second round. And if you make it in the championship, which you will not, if you do, I would bet my almost – well, I don't want to – I always say this, and I never really mean it, but I would bet my life savings that you're not going to win. But – you're not going to win this championship, Isaac. I'm glad you got yourself out of the mascot suit and that this little 10-win streak run was fun for you and you enjoyed it and you got to laugh about it. And, again, I love you as a friend and as a brother, but you're as a fantasy player, this is not. This is over. You're done. This is it. Yeah. So pack your bags. Uh, tell, yeah. tell April she's, she's great and she's awesome and that your marriage is great and that I'd love to have you guys over for dinner sometime, but not. no, you can't win the fantasy championship. You can't do it. Yeah, maybe play this podcast for this this section for some encouragement. But as far as fantasy goes, he sucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, everything else, great stuff, but uh, but not going to happen on our watch. So uh, Isaac, the uh, the win streak freaks, you're, you bury them, bury them. They're dead. They're done. Uh, okay, <laughs> is there is there any any other topics before we move on to some. Uh, some some further discussion, some other topics. Oh gosh, there's other stuff. Yeah, there's other stuff. I mean, we can kind of bounce around. I mean, you can you can sit back and relax. It becomes uh, le- less less statistical in nature from this point on. Do you even want to stay on the pot, or are you kind of over it? Oh no, I'm, I'm in. Okay. This, uh... <laughs> you got a tail wrapped around your neck right now. You got a cat behind you and a tail wrapped around your neck. Yep, I got. So my cats have been. My cats have been neglected, honestly, because they were here by themselves for five days. Oh, my goodness. And then uh, and then I get home on Sunday night, Monday morning at 3.30 a.m. I sleep for three hours. I go into work all day. I come home. I Why go did to you sleep for three hours? Because my flight got delayed until 1 a.m. Oh, my goodness. I was supposed to leave at 10 o'clock, and I didn't leave until 1. So I didn't get home until 3.30. E. And I had to go to work. At 8.30. So, but basically every day of the week, these past four days, three days, I get home and I immediately just change my clothes and leave for the gym. And then I come home and I'm home for like an hour or two hours and then I go to sleep. Yeah. <coughs> so, my cats have been a little neglected and um, this one right here is just wanting to sit by me. So You just want to be with dad. You just want to be yeah. with dad. Um, yeah. So yeah, let us let me move into some further topics here. You can you can silence them with your one word answers if you want to, or you can facilitate some conversation if you like. I think they're they're. I'm ready. To, I'm ready to go. I'm just worried about the listeners. Listen, listeners, buckle up. It's fine. Night. It's me and Evan. We're just hanging out. We're chatting the, about. The listeners can shut it off whenever they want. I guess. Yeah, I guess that's true. Gosh, she almost put that cat almost put her tail in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I barely even notice it. She just wiggles it around, but. Yeah. I did feel that one. Yeah, okay. Um, so the next topic is the progression of the punishment. As we've talked about the playoffs, we talked about the toilet bowls. We don't have to go lengthy at this, but I wanted to I wanted to. No, let's you- double down. I want this podcast two and a half hours at least. <laughs> we are at a, an hour 18. I don't know if I want to go for two and a half hours. I'd like to be in bed at midnight, hopefully. But progression of the punishment, there's been a lot of things that we haven't seen in this league before. Uh, the anomalies, obviously, uh, the, even the toilet bowl, like me and you being in that and actually caring about it this season, these are first-time events, okay? Progression of the punishment, it was not solidified somehow in our forum, 
which is crazy. You were there. You were present for that. I don't know how we did not solidify the punishment. We had a bunch of ideas. We did some drawings out of the hat, and I guess we came to the conclusion, quote-unquote, that we're going to be running in a mascot suit, but we didn't get the no, details. I, I think we had the ideas and we voted, and that was the leading vote. But, see, so that's, I, but that's the thing. How do you get out of that meeting with not a solidified answer? Because as soon as someone goes, like Mark did, 0-3 or whatever, you can't make the same discussion. You have to – you can't. Well, it's like – Yeah, because – so I think the uh, the reason – so we wanted everyone to be on board with the punishment – even if we didn't want to just do a majority rules thing, because if seven people vote majority, you're getting a tattoo if you're last place. Well, you shouldn't have to get a tattoo if you don't agree to it. So, I mean, at a certain point, obviously we weren't going to do something that severe, but you want to make sure it's somebody who um, is comfortable with the punishment uh, up to whatever, whatever punishment we decide. We want to make sure everyone is okay with it at the start so that you know if somebody's like oh crap well you know for some reason I'm really fat or something I can't run a mile um and they lose it's like well all right that's what the punishment is you can't do it so what are we gonna do yeah yeah so I think that's where we were it's like we wanted everyone to get confirmed and I don't think we just confirmed that but that that's what we that's what everyone voted on yeah that's what we've got and I don't think it's something severe enough to where Somebody's gonna bail out. out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we could do. I, and I'm not. This is not a conclusion of what we're gonna do in the future. We're gonna have a. We're gonna discuss this with everybody in the future. So I don't think this is final. But what if? Well, I mean, you're right. I mean, just came to the conclusion like, hey, this is moderate punishment at best, so everyone can be a part of it no matter what, and all of us agreed to it. Now, what happened was there was a discussion of the consolation bracket because at the beginning of the season what we did not discuss was whether or not that that was going to matter. That was brought up after the fact. Right. The original agreement was regular season record, and then people decided they wanted the toilet bowl to matter. Which which means you both think that idea. Yeah. What my my being upset with it was, my team was sucking, and I didn't want an extra chance at running them in the mascot suit. Right, absolutely, and I understand that because now I'm in the same predicament where the same time, the same place that you get into the playoffs, you got a chance to win. You get into the toilet bowl, you got a chance to lose. And you know what? This just came to me now, but this is off the maybe top it's of the karma. Down. Maybe it's karma that Eric J and Connor F, the two biggest proponents of the mascot suit, are both out of the playoffs with teams that, you know, probably should have made the playoffs. No matter what, one of them is going to be going to the second round. One of them is going to be going to the second round. The other one's going to have to play me. I'm going to kick their butts because of karma. And then the other <laughs> one's going to lose. So maybe I'm changing my prediction. Maybe it's going to be the loser of Eric J. Connor F. game is going to be in the mascot suit. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. Serves yeah. them right. Yeah. <laughs> they, they got off to hot starts. They thought they were going to be free and clear. Turns out it's going to backfire. Wow. Uh, this guy's juiced up. This guy's ludicrous. He's, he's speaking in tongues. This is nuts. Um, yeah, potentially you're right. I do think uh, I, you're right. I mean, hopefully it does come back and bite, around, bite some people in the butt that maybe were ahead earlier in the season. But I'm really glad that we're doing the consolation bracket. I think that it does matter. I think it keeps the attention of the league uh, at bay uh, for the next couple of weeks as we get close to yeah. championship week. I think it's a great out. thing. I just – I want to agree to the punishment before the season. Yeah. So everyone's clear. Nobody has biases, things like that. Yeah. That was my issue. I think it's a great idea 
to have. Like we the, just said, though, it's a moderate punishment at best. I mean, running what? Yeah. Two, uh, two, 100 meters, 200 meters in a race. Even at yeah. that point in the season, anyone was like able to say, okay, that's fine. It's the principle. There has to be a principle, right? You can't go around walking in life with no principles. You agree <laughs> to something, you have to stick to it. You can't change things. You can't change a bet. You can't change a deal after the fact. That was my concern with it. Yeah. Okay, well, this is great. I hope that this energy that you've got going here will remind us next season when we have our forum, we need to come to a clear consensus early in the season and solidify that so there's no discussion later on. Am I right? Yeah. We've learned our lesson this year, and we're going to grow. I think of this as a Seinfeld episode. I agree. Yeah, I think it's a good that. idea. My hands are tied. <laughs> I can't be on board with it. Yeah, of course now, can't. I think everyone else has eventually overruled me, but I just can't be on board with it. We had an, we had an agreement. It was set in stone. I can't change my mind. Yeah, okay. I'm against it, but... Whatever. In the same topic of discussion, I mean, it, it does need to be solidified next time. If the if the loser of the regular season also loses in the tournament, again, like you said, if you do not lose the toilet bowl, you are not running in a mascot suit. If you're second place and Mark loses against you to be in the suit twice, that's something that also is not brought yeah. up in the conversation. It needs to be solidified earlier in the season. So I just think the progression of the punishment is interesting, and we need to learn from it. We need to focus on it. We need to put some energy yeah. towards it so that it doesn't happen again. Mark it down as an area of improvement. Yeah, Our league sure. is basically perfect. You know, this is something we can improve on. Yeah, absolutely. So, with that said, we can move on to uh, a different <laughs> segment um, that is the division discussion. As I think that this may help with the schedules, I want to hear your take on it. it doesn't have to be long, doesn't have to be lengthy, but I want to know what you think that might look like at the forum next year. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, it's basically, if you haven't read the discussion... The no, I did. Okay. I did. Um, that's basically my thoughts on it. It's just, I think that it makes it more fun and more interesting. Like, for example, if you start off 1-3 and three and somebody in your division is 4-0, and oh, or, or let's say somebody in your division, better example, the leader of your division is 2-2. Two and two. Even though you're 1-3, one and, and three, whatever... You're still only a game out of the playoffs, and it makes it interesting. It makes the matchups with your division rivals like doubly important because you get to give them a loss as well as give yourself a win. Yeah. Um, I want to be in a division think, with you. I want to run you into the ground. And so that's that's something that people can be thinking about. Do we want to just decide divisions based on you know? Who Past, we want to be in divisions with histories, or whatever. Yeah. Or do we want to do it based on winning percentage? Uh, that's something that we should decide upon. And then also, there's the uh, Connor City beyond yeah. with the idea if we did the, the sixth place wild card Caveat. as the next highest point scored, which I think is interesting. Yeah. And that's something that if I, I, I'd be good to go along with it, if other people also think that that's a good idea, I'd be on board with that also. So. That's something that basically um, we'll just talk about it, I guess, what it, on the draft day. But um, something to think about, and um, well, there, there, we—if we decide we want to do it, we also need to pin down, like you said, 
with a with a punishment. We need to pin down what exact variation we're going to do. Also, yeah, uh, I would I would say to any of the listeners on the podcast, if you're you're not familiar with what we're talking about as far as the divisions, you need to educate yourself because when discussion comes, uh, you need to be prepared as to what you would prefer. Uh, I honestly think that the Connor caveat is what I'm labeling it now with the six seed points for thing is a, is a very fair thing that our league could establish that not every league has that is unique to itself that I think rewards uh, a team who's able to draft well, manage well, and get the most points for out of your team. And I think that's that's a very valuable asset if given that person isn't already in the top you know, six. So valuing that points for well so i think what he was saying is even so let's say um you've got the top five you got the three division winners then you've got the next two best record then even if it's not the top scorer in the league just whoever has the most points scored at that point out of the playoffs at that point with the division yeah with the divisions amongst the divisions whoever no matter like so those top three and then the the two wild cards theoretically and then yeah, that so sixth then spot would be left out for... The sixth spot would be whoever from number six to number 12 has the most points scored and who's not already in the playoffs. Yeah. That's who would get in instead of the next best record. Yeah. Making it very important for teams to go out and put up high point totals, no matter your loss or your wins. Yep. It also makes the, those those losses where you lost to the most points for that week hurt a little less because you are packing up points for. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so that uh, an interesting question is if we can somehow like get that playoff format in sleeper in the sleeper app, which yeah. wouldn't be the end of the world because we could hand calculate it. It's just you you like to see it, the stuff in the app. So, but I wonder. I mean, maybe they'll add something like that if we ask them to. Yeah. <coughs> Yeah. On that topic, the sleeper topic, we can leave the discussion of division and leave that up for a forum next year, which I'm really excited about. All the presentations that will will be happening and all the the catering that we'll have in place. Really looking forward to it already. But the overall enjoyment of the league. When we talk about sleeper, I mean, what a big move for us to make as a league to go over to sleeper to leave fantasy uh, fantasy on ESPN and uh, kind of bring in a new era if you will. And I guess the, my question to you, Evan S., is as a, as, a, as a member of Fight Club League, is is this league uh, perfect? Uh, yeah. Oh, it is. Okay, just easy enough. Um, we changed over to the yep. Sleeper app. We've been very so, – we've shown initiative and creativity. We've even shown some risk involved with going over to the Sleeper app so that we might have a little bit more flexibility – I know that's what you loved about it. We got to set it up ourselves and get it ready. We, we've solidified a solid 12 people who are willing to put forth some content and some level, even when they're 0-8, 0-9, 0-6. Just great content stuff here. We've had podcasts. We've had power rankings. We've had big data in and out of the group me. It's just been a plethora of things. This league has just been such a just, just an, such an enjoyment there's just such an enjoyment about this league and the content yeah. and culture that we've created here. I just, I couldn't be more happy about it. Couldn't be more happy. Um, one slight side note: um, Dak Prescott is now up to 22 points. He just threw a touchdown pass with like eight seconds left in the fourth quarter. That's gotta hurt if you're Kevin. Um, that garbage time touchdown. Alex Tisdor back up to 45. percent But 
Wow. See, just like we said, sleeper's not perfect, yeah. though. <laughs> we're showing yeah. risk and we're showing initiative here, but it's not perfect. Yep. And, uh, um, but I totally agree. I think it's been perfect. I mean, we've struggled for a few years now getting the right group together, which I think is the most important key. Right. And, um, you know, we had three people uh, turn over last year, two, two that we removed, and then one voluntarily removed. So I think. As long as we don't have somebody who voluntarily removes himself, like yeah. he who should not be named, um, i.e. Rossifer as a code name. Yeah, um, it was Ross Leidenberger. As, as long as nobody voluntarily quits the league, you know, we should have the exact same 12-man yeah. group. And, you know, if, if we do run into a situation, I mean, all three great, all three additions have been great. Yes. If we do run into a situation where, you know, we find somebody who would be a great fit for the league. I think, you know, we're keeping our 12. I know this is something way down the line, but yeah. I would love if we found the right people to expand to 14. Wow. I know a lot of people probably don't want that, but I'm just saying if, for example, you know, we, when we're when in the past, we've been trying to find people. We've always thought, Oh man, what if somebody like Q uh, was into fantasy football yeah. and uh, they'd be a great addition to the league blah blah but they're just not you know yeah. you never know who you meet we could meet somebody in three years who'd be a great addition and uh, it's true yeah yeah it's true it's interesting hearing you just kind of you know cast a net into the future of your thoughts I think you're right I think that we've got a solid crew here I do want to throw out just a reality uh, what happened with Ross Leidenberger is not the odds of that happening are actually not crazy. The reality is that this this content creating engine that we call Fight Club League is is very uh, very demanding. And if you by any means feel like you can't continue to produce uh, this kind of content or uh, or participation in a fantasy football league, I don't want you to feel like you're you're locked in here because you're not. The reality is that we, from year to year, have continued to be able to adapt and shift. So to all our listeners out there, if you, you know, think, you know, I don't, uh, I can't be a part of this. It's too intense. It takes up too much of my time. It's something that I, I can't prioritize as much as I have been this season. Then by all means, feel free to make the leap and, 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 cast yourself out of the league you won't be offending us i don't think uh, we are necessarily offended by ross by any means we wanted him it's a deep selfish desire for us to have him but it's a deep wound in our hearts yeah but but we're not mad at ross so for all our listeners out there if you feel like this is an overcommitment for you and you what we would not want is for you to think that you can commit to this and not care about it you know come halfway through next season we want you to try to carry oh. through it the whole entire year. So, just yeah. just throwing that out there. If anybody, I mean, I will, I will say, you get what I'm saying. I, I think we were both angry at Ross, um, <laughs> but you know what? There's forgiveness, and you move on. Sure, sure. I mean, honestly, I mean, we're I think we're better because of it. I mean, look at look at the yep. three that we've added. It's been great. So yeah, keep that in mind, all you people out there. I will say, question for you, Evan S. Uh, on this topic is how good. Does our our league have to be to finally get you guys to drop out of any other league? And I'm not going to mention any names here, but to finally have a solo league that you're a part of. 
Um, How good does this freaking league have to be for you to finally drop any half-arsed leagues? Um, I don't think it's related. It's I'm really. Oh my gosh! I, the reason that I'm in another league is just I mean, my hands are tied. Commitment. Um, sure. <laughs> would I like to just be in one league? Yes, because um, it's more fun for me. But I don't know. My hands are tied. Sure. Okay. All right. Fine. All the other listeners out there that are maybe find yourself in a couple of different podcast, uh, a couple of different leagues, and you're thinking to yourself, "Man, I don't know if I can commit to the Fight Club League anymore." Here's the thing: drop your other leagues, commit to one league, and I promise you, you'll have more time on your hands to commit to the Fight Club League. It'll be really good for you, really healthy. And here's the other thing: um, don't want any confusion. We absolutely do not want anyone in the league to drop out. No, um, no, 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 no. Especially not, because we does have it sound no like idea. That? Who, does it sound no, like I'm, that? I'm just saying we have no idea who we would add. We don't even have any prospects, so. Uh, yeah. Don't do that unless you have to. Please don't. I would try to convince Q pretty hard, but. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no, no, all right, no. He doesn't know anything. Yeah. He's worse than Mark. <laughs> it's pretty tough. Oh, man, all right. That is what we had to say about just the overall enjoyment of the league. Really, really exciting stuff. The I had a few mentions that I wanted to do. I just wanted to say shout-out to some really good fond memories. You know, I can't cue this music, and I'm not going to cue it, but if I could, some really romantic, slow-playing music where maybe you go back in the memory banks of the season and you're like, oh, man, that was a great time. That was just so fantastic. Uh, shouts out to Big Data. Obviously, that was huge. Um, this year just bringing in a lot of different aspects from different people, different motivations from Mark with his Excel sheets and Eric J with his Excel oh, sheets, Patrick with his Excel sheets, just bringing in all the stuff that we second. want. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, let's just go back. Uh, big data. Quantified data. Big data. Yeah, it's just, it was a really good memory, and I thought it pulled out a lot of character out of our group. I really thought it was good, and I cherished those moments with big data. And then I also wanted to look back at the Thanksgiving dinner. You know, remember when when I gave everybody a you know a little label at the dinner table, and I gave defining Patrick moment for the league. yeah defining moment for the league. I gave Patrick the cranberry sauce. He was just the cranberry sauce, but now look at him. He's in the playoffs. You know, it's we've grown up so fast. We've grown up so fast, and. I'm just going to be more proud of our league and how far we've come. So those are just two sweet, sweet memories, and my hope is that we'll move on and make many more memories. And that's something that I want to transition to now as Evan turns off his slow piano playing music. I want to talk about what we get to look forward to during tournament time is we need to watch some games together. Somebody threw out the idea of watching games, whether it was Eric or somebody saying we need to make this happen, but I definitely think come I'm going to be in Florida next week, so I won't be present, but the following week maybe we find some time on Sunday as we are solidifying what will be the championship game and the championship toilet bowl game on Sunday or maybe Sunday night would be a good time to do it. Watch games together. We need to go somewhere. Go to B-Dubs. They've redefined their wings. If you haven't seen that marketing strategy employed in your air, or dis- displayed in your area, It's very important to know that they have redefined their boneless wings. So let's make a trip. Let's make it on Sunday, and let's go watch some games as uh, as our league 
slowly comes to a peak uh, as a, a climax of the season. So we should definitely do that together. Do you have any thoughts yeah. that you would like to add to that joining um, of each other's time? This weekend, I'm still a bachelor this weekend, so I'm down uh, 100%. Yeah. Sounds like sounds like me and Eric J may already be watching some games. If anybody else wants to join, um, that'd be great. Also, if anybody wants to help me put a bed together, um, that would that'd be great. I could use some help. Um, Evan S., are you asking for free labor? I'm just more asking for a favor. Oh, I mean, okay. I gave a lot of people wins in this league, and <laughs> I think they could... I think they could at least repay. Pay your brother back. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Okay. Um, as we wind down, it's been a long pad. We're at one forty almost. Expectations for you. It's killing me. Well, that's why you have to bring a water bottle and wet your. You have to wet your whistle. Yeah. You're not. Uh, you're not a pro at this podcast thing yet. Me and you both. We got a long yeah. way to. We're a long way to grow. And you know what? Um. It's a good. It's a good thing. It's a good thing to get better. Yeah, great insight by Evan S. As we get to the 11.40 mark p.m. tonight. Uh, things put, get a little, put a little better. A little you tired. Sure. Uh, so some closure, some expectations for the offseason, just so that we're all on the same page. Uh, we're going to join in games. There might be a few more pods left. I will assure you there will be a podcast for the champion. If you are the champion, I want you to put together some FaceTime because I'm going to be now interviewing you. It might be live. It might be a live podcast. Who knows? Just to record it and to have it on file, a conversation with the championship champion of the Fight Club League. What do you think about that, Evan? Well, I mean, so I've been watching this Thursday night game uh, off and on during this podcast. I've got it on. They're now showing Troy Aikman and Joe Buck, and they're both in just like sweaters and sweatpants. <laughs> What's going on? I don't know, buddy. I don't they're know. They're supposed to be in suits. They're on TV. I don't know what they're thinking. Anyways, um, what did you say? <laughs> is there anything you'd like to add as far as I'm going to be interviewing uh, a, the champion, a podcast, or maybe a live podcast with the champion so that we can have it on record as we go back if you wanted to file through the memories? Because I will say from season to season, it seems that it's very important I mean, you're on that we TV have. in front of the entire country. <laughs> It's just very important as we <laughs> transitioned. What do they look? What are they? The next Belichick? Yeah. But as we know. transition from season to season, it's important that we keep a few things in the memory box because me and you tried to recall on a few details last season and we were unable to do so. So this podcast well, is a great the reference to the benefit of sleeper, right? The benefit of sleeper in having a, a historical database for the league where you can actually go back. You'll be able to click on our league next year and go back to this year and view everything. Yeah, that's the that's the hopes. That's what we're really proud about. That's why we initiated the new sleeper era. So there'll be a podcast for the champ. Prepare your FaceTime. Get your gloat comments ready. That'll be one thing to look forward yep. to. And then the date for the punishment is to be announced. We have yet to figure that out. But whenever we solidify whoever this winner of the Toilet Bowl season will be, we will have a a punishment. But then we will also have, as Evan remembers last year, and many of you remember last year, a trophy ceremony where the inaugural trophy was presented for the first time at a Pazos that is actually shut down just recently. So we will not be doing it there. We'll be really? doing it somewhere fun. Yeah, it's shut down. I don't know what the deal is, but oh. it's literally people rolled up to the door and it's like, sorry for your inconvenience. We're closed for. I could probably guess what the what the what the reason is. Their service was terrible. Yeah, service is terrible. I'm there. sure their health codes did not meet standard. Yeah, but uh, every well, time I've been there, 
I waited forty minutes for for a pizza. Oh, it's not pleasant. No, it's not. It's yeah. not good. And their parking situation is very bad. Me and parking Patrick experienced bad. a very bad parking situation there. Speaking of, I mean, that's just. It seems to be just a bad location. I mean, it the, is. The next door, the next door restaurant has been in and out like three times. Huge yeah. ass burgers, street craze. Don't cuss on the pod, please. Up. Don't don't cuss on the pod, please. I said hugest. Oh, sorry. I thought you said huge ass. So what? Oh, crap. No, hugest burgers. <laughs> hugest burgers. Yeah. So just for uh, food for thought, I mean, we need to be beginning to process what it's going to be like end of the season. We have an end of the season ceremony. Griffin, Alex, obviously, we want you guys to try to be there. That's going to be down the road. We'll try to give you plenty of heads up for that and everybody else in the league, plenty of heads up. As my goal would be that it would be a celebration through beers and pizza or wings or whatever. We can be at a house. We can be at a public place. But then after the conclusion of the night would be the mascot punishment that night. So, Oh, gosh. What do you think? I mean, what do you think? You're talking about a whole day event. All right. Well, I mean, so was Um, our draft, wasn't it? I mean, what time did our draft start? It started at like 1 o'clock and it was over at 6? Yeah, it's going to be – so, yeah. Well, I would think we would like – we should do the the mascot run, you know, in the wintertime, obviously. Do you think that, that um, should be separate from the ceremony? Um, well, here's my only concern. We want to do it in the winter because it's going to be cool out, right? Sure. And it'll, we'll probably be doing it at an outside track somewhere, yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, if we go out to dinner, it's going to be dark outside after dinner. So maybe it would either... You're right. Yeah. I, it... And I actually think the mascot race should actually be separate from the ceremony now that I think about it. Well, and also just, you know, there's pros and cons to each one because are you going to get two people at two separate events or are you able to get everybody at one on one day? But for however long it's going to take to do both those things, four or five hours, I mean, what's Uh, more likely? I don't know. All right. So how about this? Let me spin it this way. So how about, you know, let's say it's a let's say it's a Sunday afternoon. Mascot race happens in the afternoon, evening, or whatever, while the sun's out. Okay. And then the mile happens after that. Obviously we've already got the suits, we've already got everybody in position. Maybe you make that. And then sun the rest of Sunday, maybe like we take a break. People go home, take a shower. The plan is to meet up for, you know, an early dinner. And we're able to get in the ceremony. We're able to rent out a place maybe at the back of some kind of, I don't know. We talked to B-dubs before. We've talked to, you know, other locations about renting out a back room and eating food, but also having the ability to present some things for the end of the season. Because then we can crown a, you know, I mean, we can just do it all. So I think that would fit best. And that's one day where, yeah, it's full of not just a one time period, but it's kind of split up. And I'm just asking one day. Try to be here for this period of time. It's not a big deal, but just try to be here for this one day, and you're going to be able to get in all the events, the race, the mile, the ceremony, the hangout. It's going to be fantastic. Maybe it's even on like a a good playoff football game or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, just keep your keep your ear to the ground there. Be listening for that as we we move some move some mountains to try to find a date and time for that. Yeah, sounding good. Um, yeah. Let's see. There was something else that I was going to say, but I forgot. So I'm going to say this. Yeah. Um, the huge ass burgers reminded me. 
today. So I have I have a coworker that speaks Spanish. Yeah. And he said he said to me, "Gracias," but he said it in a way where it sounded like grassy ass. <laughs> yeah. And he meant to say it that way, I think. And I think he's just trying to get almost, in your head. Well, I almost smacked him in the face. <laughs> uh, because I thought it was insulting. Yeah, uh, yeah, grassy ass, you know. I'm yeah. not a grassy ass. <laughs> you're not. You're not. You're a, you're a hardworking young man. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Jackass. <laughs> maybe maybe, uh, maybe Applebee's twenty five cent wings are back. Man, I mean they are back right now. I don't know if they'll be out in the future, but by that time, but definitely definitely a good. Yeah. The only one is available is off of Leestown Road, Nicholasville, or Leestown Road and New Circle, or you got to go to Nicholasville if you want to go to one. But Nicholasville Road, right? There's one on Nicholasville Road. There's no longer one. The only one in Lexington what? is at the Leestown New Circle intersection with Zaxby's Firehouse Subs oh. over there. That is the only one in Lexington. If you want to go to oh. Nicholasville, there is one in Nicholasville, the city, or the yeah, the city. I didn't realize that two Applebee's closed. Yeah, man, that place is going downhill fast since because their ser- their service is crap and they barely make money on their food or drinks because there's always a special going. Yeah, and I just yeah. It's not the highest quality food, but I love their boneless wings. I'm just gonna say it. they're good. There's a lot of meat in there, and their buffalo and ranch are good. Yeah. So that's I all. Agree. I that's all I want. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what I was gonna say. So it's all right. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, great podcast. I really appreciate having you on here. Just kind of going right off the cuff. Again, there's some things to learn about this podcast for sure. We can get better and we can improve upon. But just having having your uh, having your presence here, having your spitfire personality and your, your marijuana-induced uh, chill demeanor is what I think the league enjoys a whole lot. So I appreciate you making time for it, Mr. Bachelor. Yep, I've got all the time in the world this week. Uh, I can do anything I want. So, um, if anybody wants me to do anything, I could do. I could do whatever you want me to do. Yeah, uh, you still haven't come to you. Your thought still hasn't come to you. Nope, not at all. All right, well, like, it, it's gone. Yep, it's gone into the dark abyss that is our train of thought. Super excited for you guys in the league right now. Just a live update before we get off is uh, is we're looking at. Tisver and K-Wall getting really, really close. It's got to be within the 46 percentile at this point. Still a head-to-head battle. Scruff uh, not looking good with a negative one outing, but he's still projected in the same category as Sweeze as they, they take off. And then uh, we got the, the poop fact that it looks like you're going to put up a good outing. looks like you're projected 120. Uh, which is nice, but Eric J is yeah. Zeke is thing I'm not playing anybody. He's putting a hurting out there, and uh, Connor and them got to be close as well. So it's going to be a barn burner between me and Luke as well. He's projected ten more points, but yeah, really excited. I wish that uh, wish that I don't know. I, I'm going to be in Florida. I'm going to be on vacation. I'm going to be paying attention to very little uh, amount of anything that's not hot tub, pool, my dog, food, drinks. Uh, and my my phone. So if you want my attention, just text me. But other than that, I probably, I guess I probably will watch some football because I'll be there. But 
Where are you going uh, in Florida? Going to Fort Myers. Going to stay with my uncle and aunt-in-law. They have a fantastic place. It is a dream down there. We're going to be taking our dog in a rental SUV on a 14 to 15 hour drive. We're going to stop at La Quinta halfway there towards the Florida Georgia line and then make the rest of the drive tomorrow uh, or Saturday Saturday morning and we're really pumped about it. Really excited. So really looking forward to that and that's honestly what's been getting me through this week is this week has been crazy getting everything just prepped for being gone for a whole entire week. It's just, yep. it's just it's just crazy difficult. stupid, crazy stupid. So yep. call me, text me, any of you guys, if you want to chat, because I'll have plenty of free time down in Florida, and I love just talking to people. So call me. I'll be in a 76, 80-degree weather hanging out. Yep. Yep. But that'll conclude our pod. I don't want to torture our listeners anymore with our boring <laughs> – banter uh, that we do so I'm going to let him get off here do you have any more comments no it's gone alright well uh, Evan tell everybody you love him um yeah I guess I could say that I love everybody okay great uh, you have a slogan hot things are hot I'm going to say that hot things are hot out there good luck in the playoffs and yeah just the best of luck to everybody we don't best of luck to all the, the poop fecta uh, fighters down there in the consolation bracket and to the championship brackets. I mean, you're fighting over this trophy right here, right oh, freaking here. I thought of it. I thought of it. Wow, this is why we. This is why we. Okay, keep go. Go ahead. All right. So. Oh my gosh! Uh, I'm sorry, everybody listening to this. I mean, I was closing this down. So. The uh, the champion the champion podcast. Yeah. In my head, I've got. Do you remember when? Uh, um, Bill S. interviewed Kevin Durant right after the Warriors Championship. Of course, I do. That is the that is the podcast I'm envisioning, where um, you're just interviewing whoever wins the championship, going through their entire season, what's going on in their mind, and it's just like a a sit down interview type of immediate reaction type of thing. Yeah, that's that's gonna be great. Yeah, that's gonna be top quality stuff because what we can do is whoever the champion is, you can do a deep dive on their season and pull yeah. up stuff from like the weeks like one and two and just like get their thoughts trades, on. I mean, at that point, the trades probably facilitated their championship run. Yeah, if they yeah, man. Trades. Um, it's really exciting. You're right. Starting from the draft, I mean, it's gonna be great. You think anybody would want to watch that live? No, probably not. That's all right. Well, that's okay. That's okay. I don't blame him. I just because you're yeah. gonna, yeah, you're just gonna be, a, yeah. I'd rather just so. listen to it on my way to work, honestly. Yeah, yeah, and during work, you know, let let yeah. this distract you, lull you to sleep. Yep. All right. Well, good. I'm glad you thought of that. I think it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. Everybody get your FaceTimes ready if you are in the championship bracket. But that is it. That is the conclusion. So, Evan, say goodbye. Uh, I'm saying goodbye. And good luck to everyone out there. Goodbye. I'm ready to hit the haywire. Me too, buddy. Good night, everybody. Enjoy the podcast.